0: Hello, and welcome to the fitness segment of the Dead 835 Eaglecast. I am Cadet Solish, joined by my co-host Cadet Hess. And today we'll be interviewing Cadet Ryan Bergami. So Ryan, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I started running seventh grade year for me. So in middle school, when I first started picking it up, I joined our middle school cross country team. I ran out throughout middle school and I dropped it for a little bit. And I started mainly focusing on soccer, but then my junior year came rolling around and I wanted to pick running back up again. And I really found a lot of success with it. I went from JV. I got first place all the time to varsity first place all the time. And then, wow. uh, went, instantly went to varsity elites. I ton of took a little bit of a break between that last track season of my senior year, uh, and between like now after joining ROTC. But I've really been starting to pick up running again. Mm-hmm. And to clarify for the listeners, was, this is your first year in RTC, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're
1: you're a freshman in college, aren't you? I am. Yeah. And then a lot of what he was saying, that's a lot of stuff you did too, yeah. isn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah, no, the exact same thing. Joined in seventh grade, kept on doing it throughout high school. I did soccer and across the country at the same time, though. So that's the only difference. Yeah. You know? And my last senior race, I did get last. So we're ah. opposite sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I wasn't slow. Everyone else was fast. That's so what I'm going hey, to it as.
1: I, I promise you I would be last by a long shot <laughs> if I tried to go with y'all. Yeah. So what kind of inspired you to just start running and to join these teams? That's a good question.
0: Um, originally, when I joined in middle school, it was actually because of my mom. Uh, she ran uh, and she still runs sometimes. So I, I would attribute a lot of like my initial uh, interest in running to my mom. Okay. Uh, what kept me running was just honestly just my competitive nature. It it was honestly just something I really fell in love with. Like I just, I like that feeling, the sensation of moving. And the, that racing just like gives you that adrenaline pump and that, that feeling of pride. And so I, I wouldn't really say it was like, any particular person that could continues to like get me to like get out and run every day, mm-hmm. but just wanting to like be a better runner at the end of the day is what really drives me to so keep running okay, okay. yeah
1: and mm-hmm.
0: did you ever do like any a- anything extra besides the teams like any half marathons or anything like that, or did you just stick within the teams and do the exercises through them yeah uh i I did one half marathon throughout my career uh extra wise. It it was just kind of like an off season race. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't anything competitive. I I strictly ran for my high school team. Okay, and that was really about it. That was all the fun that you wanted to have. Yeah, well, you can only have so much running with fun. True, having I mean, Fun with running.
1: you will you find running fun? <laughs> well, <laughs> once once you start it after after you get through the first stuff, then yes. Uh, running makes me hate myself. <laughs> so how did you perform in? Uh, and that you said you did a half marathon.
0: Yeah. Uh so half marathon, uh oh, that was a long time ago. So my time was like oh man, what was it? It was like 133 I think, which is fast. fast. It's pretty fast. That was a long time ago though. That was I think it's about 6:45 a uh, minute miles for 13.1 miles. Mhm. Like that was your consistent pace? That was my overall pace throughout the whole
1: whole thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a moment to, to take that. Because <laughs> the fastest mile I ever ran was like a 6.59. And it killed me. And you were consistently keeping that pace for multiple miles. Yeah. And that probably wasn't even like your fastest pace at all. Like I'm sure at one point you were faster than that. That's wild. Yeah, I remember my first half marathon, I well, I kept the seven-minute pace, so I was a little bit slower
0: than that, but that's crazy. It's just a lot of – you really just got to keep your nose to the grindstone stay consistent with mm-hmm. running.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially if you want to be, like, long-distance fast. Yeah. you really got to build up that uh, aerobic base, mm-hmm. right? So, if whenever you, you ran cross-country, I'm sure they had you run over summer That's to build up that aerobic base. Mm -hmm. You, you want to, you want to start with that and you want to make sure you just clock in a bunch of miles Mm -hmm. during that initial training phase, it's going to help you a lot in the end. So I, I personally took the summer and I spent like just months putting in like 40, 50 miles per week over the summer. So one, it increases my heart's ability to. Just transport oxygen to my all on my muscles, mm-hmm. decreases recovery time between workouts during the season. So what's your best mile time like? What's like your best split with your best 5K? Uh overall, like my whole career involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So my best mile time is 442. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh my best 5k is a six. 1640 okay i mean not six uh and i ran the 800 in track as well and my best for that was a 205. that's crazy thank you so very good the, go the mile time 440. uh yeah 442. No, the fastest i've ran was uh 522 and that's <laughs> that's crazy to me. i remember in my school there was someone that could run uh I don't remember if there's anyone that can run a mile that fast, but definitely around that time.
1: I, I would have no idea. I wasn't around the running sports. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was in the strength sports. Mm-hmm. So. Football and all that, right? Yeah, I mean, we did this thing called the uh, the Fat Man Relay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, we found what, that too. Yeah. yeah. So when all the the fast people, the runners, you know, the agility guys when they're all done with their events or sometimes it's like before they're all done, but there's like a gap or a break. Mm -hmm. They take all of the, um, all the throwers. So like disc is shot put stuff like that. And that hence why they call it the fat man relay (laughs) because typically we're pretty big. And, uh, we, I, I had done it once, I think, and they got us all together. And I think I was, I was a second leg. And, um, I remember walking over to all the guys and all these guys are like six, six, and they're, they're like 400 something pounds. Right. And I'm just walking over and they're like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, um, I'm in the relay. And they're like, man, this ain't even fair. They they were making fun of me. They're like, I weigh you by like 200 pounds. What do you, what do you mean? You're part of the relay. You should be running with the skill guys. I was like, Hey man, I don't make the rules. I'm a thrower. Yeah, so I'm here. Yeah. The middle man. Yeah. And, uh, So whenever I got the baton, I just I took off running and um, they I think I was I was tied with this other guy. He was about my size. Mm -hmm. And we were we were hauling down the track. And then I I got to where I hand off. And, you know, like when you hand off, someone's supposed to like they're kind of supposed to make some distance, like start running. Yeah. My guy just stood there and I was like, I could see it in my head. I was like, oh, no, like this is not going to be good. And sadly, my mom was recording this. So she got the whole thing on video. So if you want to see the video of this, (laughs) just hit me up. But uh, so I I handed off to him and he still stood there. And I'm going like full speed as fast as I can. And I like kind of twisted around (laughs) and then just flew straight forward onto the track. And I blocked like two lanes. And then I I, like kind of like like fumbled off of, the, off of the track onto the field. And the guy took, like I got off of the track before the guy even started. running. That's not right. I was like, you gotta no. be kidding me, man. So much but, for being in the first place. Yeah. Well, you, you <laughs> should hear the the video, the, the people in the crowd are like, Oh, that's, that's like, funny. Oh, it's, I think we got second though. Okay. It was because of that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If only
0: it wasn't for that.
1: Yeah. But no, um, I don't have any good experiences with running, honestly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. hence
1: why you lived a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say was the best shape you've ever been in running wise?
0: Yeah, that's got to be uh, fall, the fall season of my senior year of high school. That, that was actually when I ran my 4.42 wow. uh, for the mile. Totally different story, but my track season, my senior year wasn't great. But anyway, I was running... Like all all the PRs that I listed to you before came from that fall season of my senior year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was whenever a couple of us guys from the cross-country team got to go to state. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. And we were clocking like during season, we were clocking like 40 to 45 miles a week. And it wasn't like, like just easy running. Like we had some hard runs mixed in there too.
1: Mm-hmm. So how often were y'all training for that? Like, building up that week, how, how often were y'all running and what was the average, like, I guess, distance that y'all covered each day?
0: Uh Yeah, so the average distance would probably be probably seven to eight miles a day was around the average distance. It gets a little bit farther, I know, in college because college will start doing two a day running. We only did one a day. Mm-hmm. Would you want me to, like, walk you through, like, what we did, like, yeah. on a weekly basis? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, so... During that time, we started out Monday. Every Monday was a long run. So we start out with probably like a like a nine to eleven mile run. Mm-hmm. And we hit that like we probably hit that like a six fifty pace for that. And then Tuesday was always a hard day. So we did like track interval workouts, hill workouts, anything of that nature. Wednesday usually was an easy day. Uh Thursday, back to another hard day. Track interval workout, hill workout, either or sometimes either tempo run. Friday was also an easy day, and then Saturday tended to be race day. Wow. And for those that don't know what like the tempo run is or interval workouts, could you describe that for them? Yeah, yeah. So an interval workout is just it's a workout where you you'll go as like you'll you'll increase your pace to an extent to where you are working your muscles anaerobically as opposed to aerobically, uh, it really works to like increase that your, your lactate threshold Mm -hmm. that you can go at as opposed to like an easy run where it's, it's just like, you're just working. It's just like you have your heart rate in like that zone one to two area. Uh, also I should mention, it's not like a straight run for intervals. It's, it's. It, it'll, it'll cut off at like around anywhere from like a 400 meters to like a mile Mm -hmm. or such, uh, for a tempo run, it's almost race pace. It's like typically like 90% and you just, you hold that pace for an extended period of time. So we usually held our tempo runs for like 25 minutes.
1: Cool. So what were, what were you eating like? Whenever y'all were preparing for that. Cause that uh, you burned through a ton of en- energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That much.
0: Uh, I, I ate a lot of carbs and a lot of protein. In cross country, we actually, we have this thing in like in the running world, it's called carb loading. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the day before your race day, you'll go and you'll like, we went as a team and we would just go to this, this like Italian place. And we would all have pasta yeah. and just load up. Other than that, I definitely hit the protein really hard. I hit the protein and carbs just, just, make, just mainly. So I had a lot of, like, whole wheat things. I usually try to stick to the more complex carbohydrates mm-hmm. as opposed to simple. I'm not a big nutrition expert, so I couldn't really tell you that I had the best diet out there. But, I mean, generally, just had, like, your traditional, like, lean meat like chicken and rice mm-hmm. so are there any supplements that you were taking at the time or was it just straight carbs i have actually never experimented with supplements well wow, also no protein powder or nothing no protein powder or nothing that's good though I mean, especially for a runner cuz in reality as long as you you know have a diet like that carbs chicken rice you know you'll maintain yourself so. yeah yeah and you 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 get most of the nutrients and macros and micros Mm -hmm. from the food that you eat as opposed to supplements. So I, I mean, I was never trying to bulk up or get big. I know like my body could just do whatever it wanted, you know, and I was burning a lot of calories, so I was much skinnier. Mm -hmm. So having like an excessive amount of protein to bulk up wasn't necessary for me. Okay. I get you. Um, I remember whenever I was first in cross country, I was in the same thing. Uh, the team dinners, whenever it was the day before a race, everyone would go to this one place. It was called uh, Napoli's or something like that. And we'd have like a big old uh, someone with a truck or have all the food in the back of the truck, take it to the school, and we'd just eat in like the cafeteria.
1: But yeah. Just a truckload of
0: pasta? Yeah, pasta and meatballs, <laughs> all that stuff.
1: So you're... Is your current, uh, I guess, diet, if you would call it that, is your current diet similar to what you would do back in the day when you ran all the time?
0: Yeah, it's similar, not too as much as an extreme. Uh, I've really tried to cut back on the carbs because I'm not running as much, so that carbs is just turning to fat if I just didn't, if I just ate as much as I did uh, when I was running as many miles as I used to. Um, but really, for me. It's less of like a like a diet, like a like a fad. It's more of like just a lifestyle that I choose to live. So, like ultimately, that's what I think will be the most beneficial. Is if you just rather than like go through like this phase of not drinking soda, you have like a lifestyle of not drinking soda. Mm-hmm. It turns out to be much more beneficial in the end. Definitely. I remember during high school, I always try to stay away from soda. Maybe have one a month. Just, you know, on occasional going out with friends, but then after that, I'm not going to lie, I didn't give up, but I took a break right? <laughs> and, uh, the break's been extended a few times. Well, it's not bad to, to have like one soda. Oh no, not at all. Yeah. But, you know, consistently yeah. on like a week basis, if you have more, I lot not all of it, Whatever like helps you stay consistent with that, that eating plan that you're going to have, honestly in my opinion, will benefit you in the long run?
1: Yeah. My, uh, man, I I stopped drinking soda at some point early middle school. I don't know why. I just, like, I used to drink it, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say I drank it all the time. But, like, if I was, like, you know, just hanging out and stuff or partying, like, yeah, I'd drink some soda. But, yeah, like, midway through middle school, I just, like, if I took a sip, of any soda, I would just like start to feel like crap. Like oh, I would, no. I would legit feel sick just from like a sip of soda. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that anymore. And I, I have like never drank soda since then. That's crazy. So I guess I'm lucky in, in a way, but yeah. also unlucky, <laughs> like yeah, I can't yeah. experience the, the sugar high of soda. <laughs> yeah.
0: So do you have any fitness role models that you follow or anyone that you follow on social media? like help you throughout your um fitness yes someone who i probably i look up to ish i i like him as a runner is elliot Kachoge. i'm sure nobody knows but he actually broke the two-hour marathon uh about a year and a half ago i think in Mm -hmm. 2019 Mm -hmm. but one of the things i really like that he does is that he um He smiles whenever he's in pain. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's a it's a unique little way to get through the the pain of like running. Mm -hmm. I really like like that. To me, it kind of just shows like if you look for like positives while you run, you can tip you can usually find them and it's gonna make the run a lot more fun, a lot more bearable. Mm -hmm. As for people I follow for on social media, there's this guy. Uh, Brian both. Bothzarth, I believe is his name. Brio is his name on Instagram. He has a he's a triathlon coach. He has a lot of great content mm-hmm. on the science behind running and fueling yourself. I follow him for a lot of just general like running knowledge. Uh, because mm-hmm. like running knowledge is the newer topic for me. You know, when I was in high school, I just sort of just, just, did, it. just did whatever the coach told me to do. Mm-hmm um and now on my own i have to really like look into like like what's right for me what's going to get me the best results mm-hmm.
1: well wow, that's that's wild that guy the smiling thing no, Yeah, because no. we had our rfa these past few weeks and i look at everyone and they're everyone. either straight faced or they look like they're about to cry yeah always a thing. i'm gonna be honest i probably look like i'm about to cry but but i don't cry because i'm i'm a man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no so do you smile when you run because i didn't get to see you do your run i
0: i had used to tried whenever i first saw that i saw the two mile or the the two hour marathon when he broke that record i saw that he did that and they had like a whole segment on it and i eventually tried to implement that into my running
2: mm-hmm.
0: i did not smile on the fa <laughs> 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 oh no so it
1: doesn't work out for you not always no uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, talking about the FA, could you break down like how you did on that run on the FA? Because everyone was like astonished at your time on the mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, except so for the mile
0: and a half run, I knew I was looking to break nine twelve going into it. Um, so my goal pace was around. It was a six minute pace. Was my goal pace? Obviously. I broke that by a long shot. Yeah, I, I ended up getting like a 5:40 pace, I believe. But going into it, I looked to run a little bit faster that first lap, and I was in I was in lane seven, so it was a bit hard to calculate mm-hmm. just when exactly 400 meters was. Uh, but I I mean, try my best. So I ran faster that first lap. I think I ran like I think I was going like a four-minute pace that first lap. Sheesh. And then I really just tried to dial it in for the next, uh, four laps. The next, yeah, the next mile, try to dial it into that pace. You just try to find your pace and you just, you just hold it for that. Those four laps. Mm -hmm. And then the last lap was when I really tried to kick it. You give it your all. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of people to try and pass. I mean, no one really hung around my level, not to have an ego, but Usually, like you look for someone to like, like in like real racing, you look for someone to like the help pace yourself. Off. Yeah, to mm-hmm. pace yourself off of. And I was just going off of whatever my watch said. Right. Yeah. No, that's the one thing that I don't like about these FAs with COVID is that you you can only have four people on a track with eight lanes. Yeah. So even at that, you can't really be next to each other.
1: Yeah, and that's that's. I mean, you can you can see it in their scores. A lot of people. In terms of the run, they're not running as good as they would have mm-hmm. because they're having to be separated. And you can't really, in a sense, race against someone unless you catch up with them, right. <laughs> which is hard when you're each starting at each corner of the track. But that makes that even more impressive because that's just saying, like, you could have done even better. And we're over here, like, can't even believe that you actually <laughs> accomplished that. Because what was your final time? It was a 8.34. and to get max points you needed a 9.12 so you definitely beat that you had a lot of (laughs) times there you you should give me that extra time by the way (laughs) for my run (laughs) so I kind of talked about an embarrassing story for me earlier what about you do you have any embarrassing running stories or just embarrassing fitness stories in general
0: oh okay yeah Okay, so for context, running messes with your digestive system a little bit. So whenever you, you have something like maybe high in fiber, it, it can mess with your bowel movements. Anyway, at a cross-country training camp I went to one of the summers I was training, we were going on a long run, and I think we went about 10 or so miles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on the way back, I was running with this guy and I was just kind of, we were just kind of talking and I, my stomach eventually started like rumbling and I kind of commented on it. And he was just like, we only got like three more miles. You can just hold it. And anyway, we got like another mile. It was just coming. So I just started like 90 degree left turn into the bush. Never to be seen again for like the oh, next no. twenty minutes. <laughs> just okay. So. It was an, it was an embarrassing little run back. Yeah. So he says the exact same story, yeah.
1: except it was when, whenever I was first starting off running, and it wasn't long sense But other than that, it's basically the same story. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except we had to we had to cut his off the origin the very first episode. All right. So let, moving on to the next
0: topic, what would be your favorite like go to exercise? Oh, my go-to exercise? All right. So for – I've got two I'd like to talk about. One is during, like, the summer training, that anaerobic – or the aerobic phase, I mean. It's called – we called it an Indian run. Okay. Whenever uh, I ran it. And it's just basically where you're running for whatever distance you're going, and you're in this, like, a single-file line. Uh-huh. And the, the person in last will go up to the front. Yeah. And then the next person last will also go to the front, and it's just you kind of continuous. Yeah, it's just a continuous cycle. It it sounds pretty boring. It just sounds like running with extra steps, really. But like, whenever you start out slow, you can go really fast towards the end, and it you'll feel like you're flying towards the end, and it's it's so much fun. During season, I've got to say my favorite workout is mile repeats actually, mm-hmm. which is dreaded across the like the, the whole board. Like, I think I'm the only person, I'm the only runner out that I know that actually looks forward to mile repeats, mm-hmm. but the mile is by far my favorite race. I think it's like such a perfect distance of like being able to like stretch your legs out and like feel the pace as well as like really pushing it and going fast. Yeah. I just think it's a very good balance of working aerobically and anaerobically. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Cause like the miles, like sometimes that's people's limits. Sometimes that's what people are just getting started off. So it's like, you
1: have a majority of people aren't going their fastest up at that point, or that can go their fastest. I would love if our FA became just a mile. That, <laughs> because yeah. I, I can do the mile. It's just after I hit that mile mark and I just slow down mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. and then, you know, eventually you pick it back up, but. I don't know what it is. It's just that once you hit that mile, you're like, man, <laughs> I'm ready to go slow down. But you, you'd you mentioned the Indian runs. Um, we, we've we done that before here, mm-hmm. and they were really fun. And we we sure looked stupid doing it, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, this we, is we, the first time RTC that we've been a
0: part of uh, has done it. And
1: so... Yeah, and it was just before COVID, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we, we had the person in the back. But every time... That they wanted. They were like, "Oh, I want to hear like your warrior cry or your warrior scream," and the person in the back would just scream the entire time, <laughs> yeah, making yeah. their way to the front. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so stupid, but it was honestly it was really good for morale. Definitely, just, definitely. it was really it was fun, and yeah. I kind of missed being able to do stuff like that.
0: Oh, it was stupid for sure, but yeah, no, it was fun.
1: So, the opposite of that. What about? exercises that you just completely avoid or you just hate in general? Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So th- when I was running cross country for high school, we had this workout called one thousands and it was just 1000 meter repeats. So two and a half laps on a track. And, but we would do that for an absurd amount of like intervals. We, we would do that upwards of like 10 times. Sheesh. It, it just got to be too much. Mm -hmm. Like, there's only so many times you can run around a track, you know, before it just gets, it just gets so boring. Mm -hmm. It just, it just absurd. It just, it was also too short for me. Like, it, uh, I'm a little bit more of an endurance runner Mm -hmm. than a speedy runner. So the, the distance only being two and a half laps really kind of made it hard on me to like keep up with that fast pace that they wanted us to go at. It was just something that I really struggled with. I think the hardest one for me, or the one that I didn't like the most, probably would be something of that sort, where you'd be running around the track just going in loops and loops and loops. Ah. It was whenever we were uh we get done with our long run or one of our runs. I don't remember exactly, it's been years. And we'd go on the turf. Some people would take off the shoes, some people wouldn't, but it, We'd be doing X's like, you sprint one way, you walk, uh, you know, to the other side of the X, you sprint another way, walk to the other side of the X and just doing that for a while. And definitely like, as it, if you're on a track surrounded by a loop, just doing it over and over again. It will get boring.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that. We had, um, so I'll talk about two, cause the first one we called, I, I think I've talked about it before on here, but the man maker, So we'd be squatting like, you know, we'd be squatting hundreds of pounds in the weight room. And we're in football, like anything over 100 yards, that's long distance. Uh, It's still, to me, anything. So we'd be in the weight room, like, you know, our whole bodies would just be completely done for. We're dead. We've lived like, we can't lift anymore at that point. And the coaches are like, all right, hit the track. We're doing a man maker. I'm like, oh, man, because... They'd have three groups. They'd have linemen, skill guys, and then they'd have like, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like the all-star group, like the elite group. And you basically just start at this at a certain line on the track, and then you just want run one lap as fast as you can, just full out dead sprint. And uh, each group would get faster. So you you know the linemen would be pretty slow, and then you'd have the the skill guys, and they'd be faster, and then like the all-star guys, like just completely trying to destroy each other in the race. And they were the fastest guys we had, but I don't know what it was like. It's not like it's a long distance or anything. It's just, it sucked after having to do like an entire leg workout like, right. your body's just right. completely done. And they do that to us. But the other one was, I think we did it only one summer is during summer workouts for football. And you know, you have the hundred yards on the, The field right and that's marked and all that so they made us basically we'd have to do something at every line so we'd like sprint down the goal line Um. and then we'd get to the the next line but we'd go sideways to the five yard you know and then we'd come back the other way so we'd have to do something so we do like high knee karaoke we do butt kicks we do um like leg swings like until we got there and then we'd sprint again and we did it for like all hundred yards and almost every guy threw up. Oh, that's horrible. And then man, it's I'll tell you sled pushes too. I i missed I want to say the first week of practice, maybe the second during the summer because of um I was like doing camps and stuff, mm-hmm. uh like leadership camps, but we, we <laughs> that that's a rough time to get back in because yeah, we literally pushed a sled for like two hours straight. Mm-mm. And that's it's not fun, man. I, I tell you what, that's some of the most painful stuff ever. And it's like ninety degrees outside, but you're like there early at like six in the morning. It's it's rough. Y'all should try that. See, no, nah, I like more bodyweight stuff, calisthenics type stuff. Yeah. Anything about lifting, I could do it once or twice, but I'll try to stay with uh, you know what? I'm I'm down for that y'all y'all are so good at running I challenge <laughs> y'all to pushing a sled around a track with me I, I I bet I can keep up then okay you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm down for that other, other than that y'all destroy, completely destroy me but I, I bet I can keep up with a sled if y'all have the disadvantage out of your environment.
0: that's actually really interesting because that's like generally an anaerobic exercise mm-hmm. you know so like me and Solis have... Pretty good at aerobic exercising, whereas you definitely have us on the anaerobic. See, like I, I hated football whenever I tried it, because just like how much, like the sleds got to me, the the weightlifting got to me. I suck at the, like low volume, high intensity exercise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's it's so the sports are just completely different because mm-hmm. y'all, it's just. Y'all's is like long duration versus football, it's like a couple seconds and then you get to rest for even longer. Mm -hmm. You know? Like the worst thing is when they're uh oh man, I can't remember what they call it, but we do drills where it's like they'd hike the ball, do the play, and then immediately try to set up the next play, and it's to gas your opponent out because you've been training for that and they haven't. And that would suck, but we'd still get that little bit of rest even though we were basically holding a squat during right, the rest right. of time because you have to be in your stance but no that's a really good point though i didn't think about that mm-hmm. oh have you so talking about like you know the stuff you avoid and all that uh have you ever experienced any injuries just minor major injuries anything like that
0: uh via running i haven't experienced any major injuries uh minor ones being just shin splints, which is just like the prerequisite to like a hairline fracture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but that was due to my own part where like, I didn't have proper shoes. This was like the very beginning of my, my running career. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I didn't know anything at all. just sort of like bad form, sort of just going out there and Mm -hmm. running with whatever shoes I had on at that time. Other than that, I wouldn't, I didn't say anything, but. I would say to avoid that, really do research on like your shoes, or at least have someone else do research for you. It, I know it's like a little bit pricey, but a place I go to is called Luke's Locker. Well, they'll actually like analyze your gait cycle. Oh wow! Uh, and they'll give you a shoe based on how you're walking, and it's supposed to like complement how how your stride is, and then they'll they'll give you like other options on like. If you like your shoe a bit more cushiony or you like it solid. Really like what you look for, like while like trainings, you look for a more cushiony shoe is like the general rule. Not always, it's preference. But I like cushionier shoes because they they I feel like it's just better for me to like train and run like countless miles on mm-hmm. and like a more solid shoe is just something I like to have for like race day.
1: So you've never had any like major setbacks or anything like that? No, no, I have not had any major setbacks. That's good. I hope you never do because it's it's not fun. It it definitely hinders your performance, and then you have to get into that recovery phase where you're not only healing from it, but you got to get back to where you were, and Mm -hmm. it's just really discouraging. So I don't wish that on anyone. No, it sucks. I remember having an injury during the summer, and it took me months to get back to where where I was before it. Especially if it's like a surgery or you break something, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. So Moving on to our last
0: question that we ask everyone that we interview, uh, what would you recommend others to do if they're wanting to get into working out or were wanting to get a better workout if they already work out? Right. Uh, so pertaining to running, I get a lot of people asking me like what they can do to, uh, increase their, or decrease, I should say, their mile and a half time. And what I would usually say to that is take this summer and really, really lock in the miles, and I'm talking like, like high volume, low intensity, go out and run like, like every other day or something like that and just just go out for like a jog. Even, even a walk is fine. Just go out and just, just slowly increase your miles per week over the summer. It's really going to work your aerobic base, and it's going to give you that extra endurance, which is going to help you so much whenever you start doing threshold workouts. During the semester to get you prepared for DFA.
1: So, is there anything else you want to talk about at all? Or
0: I guess really the only thing I could add is just really stay consistent with running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Running is one of those things. So, like a lot of people burn out easily because they they think it's like you're constantly reaching for that next like PR, but in reality, it's it's more like a peaks and valleys sort of thing. So. Like during like this, but I just gave the example of the summer, uh, you're going to be slower than what you normally are and that's okay. You're just going to want to run miles. And then you're going to like during the semester, you're going to get faster. And that's, it's going to be awesome. You're going to feel great. And then it's going to go back to slow again. And you're going to be even faster if you maintain that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you won't always have the desire to go out and run, which is fine too. As long as you are just running
1: consistently. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh really appreciate you coming here and you know, giving your input and in, like what you do and just breaking it down for us for everyone and all of our all of our listeners to just get a good idea of what's going on. That concludes this episode of the Eagle Cast Business Segment. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time. Can you give us a eagle screech? <laughs> okay.
2: Ah.
1: Perfect. <laughs> so we-